think after a year is when I started feeling these pangs of like, of wanting to have more time for myself or working more and like finding the balance of what that looked like for me. You'll hear from women, leaders, and mothers who are holding hands as we move through life's greatest transitions. Join us for The Rising. Hello. For the podcast today, I sat down with my friends, Samantha Irvin and Jen Brannon, and this was starting out as a conversation about identity and motherhood, but really we sort of just let it ride. We talked about a lot of the things that we frequently talk about when we get together, like being intentional with your parenting, what different parenting styles we want to adapt, why we don't think that labels really matter much at all, and why every mother is a working woman. If you want to connect with these women, they are both local to Vero Beach, so I'll put their contact in the notes in the description for today's episode. Enjoy it. Okay, so I, well, I came up with this idea of identity and motherhood because I, I was going through and like seeing what themes keep coming up when I'm just like researching what do people need or what do moms need, and what kept coming up was this like kind of obscure idea of like, I don't know who I am or what I like, or I don't have like the brain space to even remember that or think about that. And so I thought, well, I thought of you too. And then when you were coming over today, I was like, I'll talk you into this <laughs> about kind of wanting to know what you have felt like because you each have one child. So I feel like it's a very, it's very convoluted for me now with two. I'm like, I don't remember the first one. It's been kind of like healed with the second one. But I want to know how you feel about that idea of like losing yourself in motherhood and not being the person that you used to be. I mean, yeah, it's nobody like talks. I feel like nobody talked about it with me of like, you're, you know, you're going to have this new person in your life. Mm -hmm. And, and then like, honestly, I was a new person. Yeah, too. you're like, it's you, surprise. It's me. Like, it, yeah, it's, yeah, I feel like I just, it was something that I feel like I had been waiting for, or I, you know, I needed this stronger backbone that I mm -hmm. was so hesitant on using, or at least, like, finding, and then once I found out I was having a baby, it was just, like, that full-on mama bear, like, explosion of, mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm not gonna let people take advantage of me or you know like I want to raise my son a certain way and I've got to like I've it's time like it's time for me to step up and mm -hmm. so it was a huge it was like groundbreaking for me I think like becoming a mother and like having the hard conversations that I had so wanted to have before and yeah. just basic like boundaries mm -hmm. and once I became a mother, I was like, okay, no, like, I have to set these boundaries now. There's, mm -hmm. like, no going back. And so it just gave me, like, the courage, I feel mm -hmm. like, the to step into this woman that I've been looking for, I mm -hmm. guess. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I think I was really prepared for the transition. I think having, like, sisters and good friends before me who had mm -hmm. recently had babies and I knew it was a huge transition and I knew 
that life was going to be different, and um, in a way, I could kind of, like, I, I prepared to set myself up for that, and Pierce was born in the UK, and something that I love that's really popular there is um, you do a birth prep class, and um, you're, you're sectioned by location of where you, we were living in London, and so... Mm-hmm. We did it in our, like, little neighborhood, and then you get everybody's contact right afterward, mm-hmm. and um, and you, we had a WhatsApp chat, and this is, like, yeah. it's a very popular thing. Like, everybody does this, <laughs> and, um, and we were all giving birth to within the same month, and so we were going through all the stages at the same time, mm-hmm. so, like, during, during pregnancy, and then... I mean, I'm still on this chat two years later, and I moved back to the U.S., yeah. and it's, so cool. it's really cool, and it just gives you a network of people who are having babies at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. You can text each other at two in the morning and talk about, like, how nobody's sleeping, and you feel comfortable. It's a place that, like, you can really release it all because you know that it's a space that everybody's in the exact same moment that you are. Because even when you have a friend who had a baby, I think, six months earlier than you, when you're in those early stage, like, you're in a completely different space. And they say all that awful stuff, like, it won't last forever. (laughs) Maybe for you. I think my baby's different. (laughs) And you just want someone to commiserate with, like, in that moment. Mm -hmm. So I really was happy to have that group. Did you utilize it a lot? Oh, yeah. 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 We would meet up regularly, go to the parks, and we were, and we would just text all the time. About everything, about sleep, about eating, weaning, and Did you feel like having, because this is something that comes up a lot too with like playgroups. I Mm -hmm. really avoided playgroups for so long because I felt like all we were talking about was Mm -hmm. what the kids were doing, and so I became obsessive about it. Like, then I started, and this is unhealthy, obviously, but started comparing where like, you see someone in the exact same time of life, and you're like, okay. Well, their baby is, you know, sleeping a little longer stretches, so surely that's right around the corner for me. And then when it didn't happen, you're like, oh, and I couldn't humble myself to, like, ask that person, like, oh, what did you do? I was just like, yeah, yeah, we're good, too. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, the comparison is huge. Yeah. 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 Did you feel... It's hard to avoid that. Yeah. Did you feel like it got sucked, like, your identity became that, or... It was... Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, first of all, I think we... Maybe I just lucked out with a really good group that I think everyone was pretty level-headed and, like, Mm -hmm. very, like, I don't know. um, Like, there was no competition and, like, how how great everyone is. How good my baby's doing. And everyone was, like, super supportive. Um, I definitely... yeah, Yeah, I mean, I think that... I think I was, like... I sunk into being a mom and, like, focusing on all the parenting stuff, but I also kind of knew that maybe that's what I expected. Like, mm-hmm. I knew that that's what was going to happen for me and what I wanted at yeah. that time. And I think for me it was about the transition of, like, when does that time for me end? Um, because I knew, like, in the U.K. and in Europe, you know, one-year maternity leave is what's standard. And so that's what I what I was having and what all of my friends um had as well, and so I knew that I would be taking a full year to just focus on being with Pierce and raising Pierce, and then, yeah, <laughs> and that's a whole other conversation, yeah, yeah. beautiful thing, yeah. and, and I knew that that's what I wanted for myself at that time, and then I think it was a little unknown, I think after a year is when I started feeling these pangs of, like, of wanting to 
have more time for myself or working more and like finding the balance of what that looked like for me. Um, that was also after Pierce turned one a few months later is when we moved back to the U.S. And things just kind of, I think, naturally started falling into place. Um, we were living, living with my parents for the first six months, which was amazing to go from <laughs> living in another country with no family yeah. and then like having live-in support, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which um, my parents are incredible. So we were like, wow, this is life-changing. And I think I saw, like, I just kind of got a taste of more and more of, you know, free time to myself. Mm -hmm. And I think as Pierce got older, um, yeah, I, I found myself just, okay, I appreciate and I'm so grateful for the time that I got to just focus on being a mother. And that was my full-time mm -hmm. job as, as it already is a full-time job when yeah. you're trying, no matter what you're doing, mm -hmm. that is your full-time job yeah. plus another full-time job. Um, <laughs> And, and for me, yeah, it was then um, letting myself kind of explore other options for childcare be when I decided that I wanted to be working or more time for myself. Um, and in the end, like, it, everything worked out perfectly, but there's, that transition's really hard because there's all these guilty feelings, right? So yeah. I started Pierce full-time at preschool right before he turned two, and... And, you know, I was, I, I needed it. I wanted to start this business and I needed him in full-time care. Um, but the beginning is so hard and it's a hard transition on everyone. And we're going from two years of me being home with Pierce every day. And now he's going yeah. to somebody else every day. And I think that what helped me a lot during that transition is, um, up to that point, I think I'd been taking on a lot of information that really, was making me was making me feel a little more guilty because it was really focused on um, how important the first years are, first three, first set, four, seven for your child 18. to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should probably not be your side <laughs> to be just with their primary caregiver at home, and and I think that that's wonderful, and I'm um, that's all super valid. Um, but for me, the right balance was something else, and so I think I had to quiet that noise a little bit because that was making me feel bad mm -hmm. about yeah. <laughs> the yeah. decisions that I was making and um, start talking to other moms and getting their experiences with how they're navigating childcare and, um, you know, getting their life, whether it's like a new transition or life back or whatever it is, going back to work, having some mm -hmm. time for yourself to make a sandwich. Um, and... And hear from other, talk to other moms and hear, like, what are you guys doing and kind of um, explore. And then now where we're at is, like, I'm just so grateful. I mean, I'm so grateful, first of all, that I have, I had the choice <clears throat> whether I wanted to be home with him or be back at work. You know, I, I know that not everybody, of course, has that choice. So, um and then I'm grateful now in a position where it's like, he loves going to preschool every day. And I love dropping him off. And I love working every day. And, like, I think my mental health, I noticed immediately, was so much better after our new arrangement with childcare because um, I just felt like I was... You get that breather. I get that breather. Yeah. I'm a more present yeah. mom. I'm a more happy mom. Yeah. And all the things that I sort of heard and then I experienced it for myself. And I'm like, yes, this for me, this is for us, this is the right arrangement. So yeah. There's yeah. so many... Like, I'm just thinking of the three of us that I think there's a lot of conversation 
like with your identity of like, are you a stay at home parent or you're a working parent? And I've, I don't know, I've never like really attached to either of those. I guess now I'm technically a working parent because my mm-hmm. kids are in school full time. Yeah. They're like one's in preschool, one's in daycare. But like Sam, I love your situation. I don't even know what it is. I think yeah. I just love it because <laughs> I'm like, they do something different every day and you have all these experiences and you have this flexibility and um, there's, you know, a lot of this talk too of like, can you have it all as a mother? And I was telling someone the other day, cause she was like, I just want to be able to do, you know, all the things, even if I'm not doing them all the time. Like, do you even like those things? Like y- you can't have it all, but it's fine. Cause there's some things you don't even like. Yeah. So yeah. that we're like, you're saying where you kind of look at, okay, what other way could this look? And then you're talking to other moms and you're kind of pulling out like, okay, that's what they're doing. And that part of it makes sense for our family. And I think that's what's interesting about the identity piece too, is mm-hmm. you're like, you see moms who you feel like, wow, they're, you know, they're working. I want to be working or they're really patient with their kids. I want to be patient with my kids. Mm-hmm. Some people are really patient with their kids because they spend all day with them and they're more closely connected to all the intricacies of that. Some moms, including myself, are more patient because I get to release all of my creative energy yeah. in another place yeah. and then solely focus on my kids. So it's like the means to the end is going to be so different yeah. Yeah. for everybody too. How do you, Sam, how do you structure? Like, I don't have a structure and that's like what <laughs> works for us, yeah. I think, because I, I've had this conversation so much lately because I am in real estate. I've been in real estate for 10 years now mm-hmm. and everyone's like oh you're a realtor you must be killing it right now because mm-hmm. the market's crazy and I'm like you know actually no I'm not like I'm I hustled for 10 plus years and now I'm a mom and part of getting into real estate a long time ago was for the flexibility was for the freedom of like designing my schedule and figuring out what that's going to look like and so and COVID actually was a huge game changer for me on like throwing a schedule out the door essentially mm-hmm. because we were kind of forced to be home. And I, you know, I wanted to be, I kind of wanted to take advantage of more of that downtime. So I changed my schedule and a lot of what I can do, I can do from home. I can do mm-hmm. from my phone, my computer. And so I just was going into the office. Like I changed it from going in Monday through Friday to you know, once COVID hit, like Monday and Wednesday. And luckily I have both grandmothers here who both want to participate and they want to be helpful. They both retired a couple of years ago, which was like perfect mm-hmm. timing. Mm-hmm. So like literally the cards like fell into place mm-hmm. and I, you know, that wasn't really planned. It just was very organic how it all, you know, came together. And mm-hmm. so I guess I've just been able to take advantage of, you know, being in real estate long enough now and going through a recession and knowing that like, okay, I cannot count on like living commission check to commission check. And so I've been able to navigate this business and any business I've ever worked in, I've always wanted to learn from the ground up. Mm -hmm. And this is what I've done in here. So now I can like, I can do marketing for real estate. I can do rentals. I can do property management. I can work with buyers. I can work with sellers. I can, you know, stage if I need to. I can take photographs if I need to. Mm-hmm. So I've, like, opened myself up to, like, all of these revenue streams. And, you know, some days it gets crazy, but luckily my mother-in-law's a phone call away. Mm-hmm. My mom's a phone call away to, like, 
come and watch Walker if I need to. Or even if, you know, my mom's been great about, like, Sam, you need a day to yourself. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to come over on Thursday and you leave all day. I've got it. Like, yeah, yeah. she does my laundry. She does my cleaning. (laughs) Like, I... Everyone's jealous. (laughs) No, but it's... I have to tell my mom, like... You know, I want you to play with Walker. Like, you don't have to clean my whole house. Like, I want you to have your bonding time yeah. with your grandson. Like, this, yeah. this is, like, the last on the list. Like, I have to tell her, like, don't don't mop my floors today. Yeah. Like, hang out with him, you know, or take him for a walk. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like I've been, I guess, somehow manifesting this setup mm-hmm. for years of, like, knowing that I wanted to be a present mother, but I still wanted to have... I wanted to have a purpose and real estate for me, like being able to help people get into a home. Like my home is my sacred space. Like mm-hmm. I love being home. I love having a space that I can decorate and like, you know, make, make this like vibe, you know, make this, um, yeah, it's just, so I love to help people do that. And when I can do it, like set it up to where, I go show them houses like the next day. And I that's the other thing COVID taught me was like learning how to schedule phone calls and, you know, learning to not feel like I had to be on 24 hours a day because I think people, a lot of people assume real estate agents are going to answer their phone yeah. every hour on the hour, like text you right back. And I that's a boundary that I've like been able to set as a new mom. Like it just hit me where I'm like, okay, you're, you know, taking this document to the title company today is not like super crucial. Like I know that I have a couple days to do it. Like I don't have to do it right now. Mm -hmm. So like I've had to go over my head of like, what's a priority, you know? And, and I've done a lot of reading on attachment parenting and like how, you know, infancy is technically like zero to three years old. Mm -hmm. And so the development is like this crazy development is happening. And I just want to be, you know, because I didn't have that as a child. Like, I didn't have, my mom was constantly, like, focused on making sure the house was perfect before my dad came home. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't remember her playing with us. Like, I don't remember any, like, she just, you know, gave us something to do, and she cleaned the house and, like, had it perfect for my dad to come home, and and then he wouldn't come home till 2 a.m., and she'd have dinner on the table, and, like, he wouldn't show up. Mm -hmm. But, like, so I just, I'm, like, all about, doing like the opposite of what my mom thought she had to do like mm-hmm. I want to be completely there for my son and mm-hmm. you know yeah so I just you know we do the we do the bed sharing like we bed share we mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm technically like I like to look at myself as somewhat of a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. but having the perks of like you know working too but I can you know luckily I can do a lot of it from my couch and it's like all on such a spectrum too so like the way that you're explaining and I I kind of say like I've been through all the waves of it like I was home Mm -hmm. for a year with my son and then we moved and then he went in daycare and then I got pregnant and had another baby and then I was like home with one one it was in school then COVID happened then I was home with two now I'm working full-time so I I like though that you say like that you consider yourself a stay-at-home mom, which again, like labels don't matter, but it's such a spectrum. Like you don't have to be one or the other. It's not this dichotomy, and I think that's where when we're trying to figure out like what do we do next, it's it's not that like 
do I send my child into daycare and work or do I stay home with them full time? Like Mm -hmm. those are two options of literal dozens of options, right? You can have like a nanny come in part time. You Mm -hmm. can have a family member that loves to help and loves to be with your child. And it's like more of a gift to them. Right. Sometimes too. That's a sweet spot. I mean, if I, yeah, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I should have my mom and my mother-in-law here. Like maybe I should bring in somebody else like Mm -hmm. because I'm, I guess I've gotten like weird about the influence and like what they're going to, you know, because they're so yeah. old school, and so yeah. it's like yeah. this this hard, uh, you know, yeah. So I, I just have to learn to speak up. Like we don't we don't talk about this, or like you know we we've, we've got diversity in our house. Like this is you know we're yeah, yeah. like the whole dynamic of yeah. yeah there's a lot of layers. Yeah. yeah. Well, can I just say I admire how intentional you are, Samantha, about like all aspects. All like the way you live your life, all aspects of your life. And I love that just hearing your story, I love how you really like set yourself up for just your ideal like version of motherhood or, you know, like you, you want to parent a certain way and that's really important to you. And it's always very clear. And I love, I just love that about you. (laughs) I admire, it's amazing this, like that we've been able to all meet like we have and, create this little village because it really does like it takes a village and Mm -hmm. it's so great to have other intentional mothers around like that's a big deal for me whatever work we're doing like I think of Pam shout out to Pam treehouse yeah um seeing like the work that she's doing out at her event rental space and having her son out there who's like yeah participating in the fact that you're doing this real estate work and you have Walker right yeah. beside you. Like sometimes you're dropping things off with him, or yeah. he sees you doing this work. And I think we've got it in our head. I mean, Pierce is all up in Good Weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's yeah. running the whole thing. But I think even when I bring my kids in, like before a music class on a Sunday, because we have to, you know, sweep the floors, right. I get that guilt where I'm like, oh, I make my kids work at the business, but I know. Because I've heard so many of my friends say it, like, the kids don't see it as that. They're not like, oh, man, we have to do this. They're mm-hmm. like, more time with mom. Yeah. Period. I, it's yeah. just like kind of, I look at it as like an adventure, too. I mean, mm-hmm. walkers come to several showings with me. And yeah. I, I give the people a heads up. I'm like, hey, I have my son today. He's going to come with me, you know. And, and it's always been great. I mean, that's the beauty, I think, of the business, too. I think we've all kind of designed yeah. this, like, you know, business set up to where we can do something we love, but also really just like live authentically in our parent life, like combine it all. And, you know, some days are harder than others, but at the end of the day, like it feels so good to have that freedom of like, yeah, being able to do it all, have it all. I think you almost, like I needed this almost permission not not from anyone else necessarily but with that guilt in myself like I you know thought about opening the rising and I knew how much it was going to take like you said Jen with you knew how much motherhood was going to take and how much it would shift for you and so I always you know thought about that like well I want this but is it worth you know xyz all of that it's going to take but what I've loved seeing it's like the more women not just that are working, but that are doing exactly what they want to do. You know, they're staying full time with their kids. That's exactly what they want to do. And I, I get really jealous of that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like I wish 
I thrived in that. I wish I could be with my babies all day and like feel like my best self sometimes, but I like that everyone who is being intentional and kind of sharing like this is what we're doing and we love it this way gives of course the next new mom the ability to say like oh she loves homeschooling all five of her children and she loves working with her one child in daycare Mm full-time and like equally as happy kids um I mean I think you know kids are happy when mom's happy I really really think that's true and just like you mentioned Sam with your mom like I have it's like I don't remember everything we did with my mom, but I do remember like when my mom was happy, when my mom was sad, when she was overwhelmed. Like mm-hmm. those are the distinct memories yeah. that mm-hmm. stand out, and that's what you know when you're doing a photo shoot with Pierce and for Good Weekend. Like even though it's work, those are going to be the things that he's like remember when we had all my friends come and take pictures mm-hmm. and like yeah <laughs> because he's going to remember that you were really happy, yeah. not so much like. Yeah, what was actually I think that's happening. important for our kids to see us, like, thriving in things mm-hmm. that we enjoy. And I think that's a part of, you know, parenting. And is mm-hmm. like, especially nowadays, I think, like, our generation is, you know, we've talked about this, too. It's, like, where <laughs> we, we work to live, not live to work. Like, mm-hmm. my mom and her entire family, like, it was, you know they never made time for anything but work. Mm -hmm. Like, it just wasn't... We took two vacations my whole childhood. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, like, I want to wake up every day and feel like, you know, I'm... Yeah, I'm not waiting till I retire to, like, do all the things that I want to do. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to live intentionally every single day and enjoy this time with my son and enjoy building a career and what that looks like and how the doors open and you know, what kind of falls into my lap kind of thing. Like, I've, you know, learned a lot of just kind of, uh, what was it that I said the other day? Like, learning to just know what's meant for me. Like, and, you know, not forcing things. And so, it's, yeah, I think, I think COVID really shifted a lot of my thinking Mm -hmm. with that, too. And I got out of the comparison a a lot of, like, comparing Walker to other kids because, we were home, like, you know, right. so we didn't, yeah. didn't see a lot of other kids, yeah. so I just kind of was, I let that go, and, like, we just, you know, lived at home and, you know, got to hang out with other kids every once in a while, but mm-hmm. I think I, like, that, luckily, like, I kind of, I don't see that a lot in myself, because, you know, we, and we're still kind of being cautious, so we're not, like, out with all the play groups all the time, mm-hmm. but... I think that in some way has helped, like, my mental health of, like, not being out all the time and comparing yeah. myself to others, or, you know, myself to other mothers or, like, yeah. Walker to other kids. Mm-hmm. Like, we've just learned how to live at home and enjoy what we have at home, and I can just, like, I'm so in tune with him, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, each cry or each, like, little thing, I just feel like we're super connected, and I, that's kind of what I always I love I so much what you said earlier and that you brought to us, Samantha, of just incorporating your kids in mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. And 100%, like, they remember, we remember the emotions, like, how we feel mm-hmm. and not, like, what people say, but the emotions are what lingers. Um, and I just wanted to say as well, like, how much I agree with hearing 
how many different options there are for mothers to, um, I think that was just something that helped me so much. I think going back to that little group I had that I mentioned Mm -hmm. um, from London with our messaging and we were all going through the same thing, which was great to a certain point for me. But then it's like, okay, I don't know. I need, I need someone who's done this a little bit forward for me Mm -hmm. to like, give me some insight on like, okay, now what's next? Like to see what a future for me could look like. Like what, how does everybody, how do you do your, how do you organize your day? Like yeah. what, and just to hear um, more mother's experiences. Yeah, and there's, there's so many, like for me it took, I have the distinct memory of, I, I kind of hit this point, like I was still nursing Lola and I was like way overwhelmed and I told my husband like I need to just go sleep in a hotel for a night like I knew I had to just have a firm like yeah. mm-hmm. break time because we were just kind of rolling like night through night with no sleep and the whole thing and I went and I just like stared at a wall as you do yeah <laughs> when you have time <laughs> like ordered in food stared at a wall and it was the first time I remember thinking like my brain had enough space to decide what I wanted my days to look like because mm-hmm. I think that's the hard thing is to you like stuck in the monotony especially you know in the first couple months or the first year when you're a new mom and you you're kind of like this doesn't feel good I don't feel like myself sometimes but there's not really time to like do anything about it mm-hmm. you kind of just kind of stay on the yeah. train and not yeah. fall off and yeah. just <laughs> keep yeah. up with yeah. every day to day and if yeah. you have you know in the U.S. like if you're home with your baby past six weeks I don't even know the maternity leave here um it's not even worth no. mentioning <laughs> yeah, it's not worth mentioning but you know and then you have your partner is working full-time you know in my mind it was always like okay my job is the baby so I'm not going to get that much support in the night by choice because it's really important to us that my husband can get up and go to work yeah and be on his game to make money mm-hmm. so that we're not stressed on the financial side like right so then you're deciding, like, do I want to be exhausted or broke? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's a whole other conversation, too. But sure. I, I, <laughs> fell, I fell into the, like, well, I'm going to take all the nighttime responsibility uh-huh. because you're the one that has to wake up and work uh-huh. the next day. And boy, did it backfire. I mean, I just... Oh, then you're, yeah. Then you're resentful. Myself. Then you don't want to be married anymore. Yeah. That just no fault. Yeah. Well, the nighttime for us, like, Walker's been in our bed since we brought him home mm-hmm. and so like breastfeeding like when he wakes up it was just very like pull him in yeah. he goes right back to sleep if I can give any like recommendation to any new moms out there if they're I mean if you do it safely bed sharing has been like life-changing mm-hmm. I, I mean I don't know any other way yeah. but I I mean I yeah there's some nights where I wake up but like for the most part my sleeping has been I mean, I don't wake up that often, like, with him, yeah. or, you know. That's well, I, think, I think bed sharing is a really good example, and I noticed this with at the Rising, like, with our postpartum clients, is there's so many things moms will say, like, you know, I think it would help if he were closer to me at night, but I know he has to, like, be in his own bed at four months. And it's, but you know, my, where, my where first question is, from? like, yeah. why? where did you why? learn that? Yeah. And a lot of times... It's, I have no idea. Like, I don't know where I heard that. It sort of just felt like common knowledge. I don't know. Yeah. Um, or, 
or it's like, well, that's what my mom did. Like, you don't even know where you've right. gotten all of these ideas. Mm-hmm. You just like, I don't know. I think, or my sister did it that way, or there's so much information. Yeah, and it's. I think it's wonderful that when you can find something that works for you, and you don't like, and you can cut out all the noise. I think from the beginning, mm-hmm. Samantha, you were like, yeah. "This is what we're gonna do." It just and felt it works, so right. And it felt right. right. It felt. For me, it was like anxiety was off the table. Yeah. I knew where he was. Yeah. He went right back to sleep. Like it yeah. just, yeah. I mean, and see, we did the same thing, amazing. and I felt terrible about it every night. Really? I felt like I was doing it wrong, and like I didn't want to tell it. So people would say, I mean, I love bed sharing, but when people would ask, because you know, people ask, oh, yeah, what's wrong yeah. with people? Uh, like, don't ask people where your kid sleeps. Yeah. It? Or how they're sleeping. Yeah, well, the sure. Pediatrician. Don't, don't even ask Not me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I would definitely lie to the pediatrician. Yeah. We would well, definitely not in the same like, bed at as the, the beginning, kid. I would say, but I stopped. I'm like, you know what? I'm not hiding this. Like, I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm not gonna feel bad about it. Like it's been amazing. So I, I don't like yeah. I, I. That's so great. I, it yeah. is. And I think in the UK too, they're more like. Um, in Europe, it's more calm. I mean, there's still a lot of safety advice that you're given, but I think it's a lot like with the midwives. I remember well, that it's a lot yeah. more under, understanding of like, yeah. oh, okay, mm-hmm. this is yeah, this is well, gonna work out. But I had mm-hmm. a similar experience, Erica, and that well, we just we bed shared on and off, and I also loved it, mm-hmm. but it also didn't work ideally for everyone ultimately yeah yeah and um, all I want like there were times where I just wanted Pierce to be able I'm like you're in my bed why are, why are you still not sleeping like mm-hmm. you're next to me why isn't this working because mm-hmm. I kind of thought that it would solve all of our problems and then it didn't yeah and so we still had to find our own way mm-hmm. of getting sleep which wasn't happening in our bed yeah, <laughs> either yeah. but yeah so there's yeah. sleep is like for yeah yeah, it's I think important. the hardest part. Yeah. Well, and with everything, it comes down to like the most basic questions to me in motherhood or anything is like, is what you're doing working? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. And then you figure out like what's not working. So for you, if it's sleep, it's like, okay, what are all, and again, you need brain space and you need sleep to like process this, mm-hmm. but it's like, what are all of the possible options without worrying about like if the options are going to be you know quote-unquote good Mm. for anyone else or if the options are like reasonable or with sleep we I think Drew and I slept in the same bed like probably you know 25 Mm percent of the last five years because it's just like (laughs) yeah oh kids in bed you're getting elbowed you go to the couch and then it sort of just turned out yeah like okay he's going to bed share with one kid I'm gonna share with the other one because to us it was like is this you know being unconscious next to each other the most important thing or would we rather be rested and communicate well and like each other and but it it takes a lot of like wading through the guilt and the shame that we put on ourselves and like the expectation that we think other people have of us which is not our responsibility to take on I don't know. You guys are really great because I didn't learn any of this until I had my second kid. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I needed yeah. like the first one. I was very much, and I didn't know anyone else who had a baby. Like no one that I was close to. Yeah. So I wasn't checking in with anyone. I was just trying to be like, oh yeah, the, yeah, it's not a big deal. I've got this. Like yeah. everyone else has it. And mm-hmm. really, I was just like, okay, what is it supposed to look like? Okay, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> that's the hardest I can't imagine not 
Yeah. Not having like a second baby is like changed. Yeah, it's game changer. Yeah. Sorry, and I think I didn't interrupt you, Jen, what you were gonna say. Just to try to power through on your own, I think is like the hardest mm-hmm. thing. And so and it's so hard because it's almost like you have this big secret you're hiding and no one knows the like mm-hmm. how difficult it's going for you and how like you probably didn't have the support that you needed and were getting, you know, the sleep that you needed and like I remember I mean, until not that long ago, like, having, going on, like, nights of four hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. This was just, like, six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, walking around and being, like, people don't know how exhausted I am. Or maybe they do because I look wrecked. But, you know, I'm, like, you know, the person I'm, like, getting coffee from, I'm, like, I just wish you knew how hard my yeah. meal is. Last like, night. Can I, can I cry in front of you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, it's so hard. But then, yeah. And then if you're at one year, like, we're kind of on the other side right now like in a, a good phase a <laughs> yeah. good small phase of sleeping where like I am getting a, a lot more rest and then you, it's easy to just kind of forget once you're out of a phase like okay there's a lot of other moms going through this right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. um I don't know that's so much to remember I love that you rising upward gave out some coffee recently to some moms yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know so just, it's just, just a random like you know what yeah <laughs> I know, yes. of like any moms of newborns, of toddlers, <laughs> yeah. of teenagers, yes. of anyone, yeah. any grown parents who are like stressed about their kids at college right now, yeah. <laughs> who needs a coffee? The whole thing of being seen and heard, like yeah. as a woman, as a mother, mm-hmm. is huge mm-hmm. because we do like hide it. We do yeah. hide a mm-hmm. lot of what we're feeling because we're carrying it all. We don't want to act like, we don't want to put it on somebody else or, you know, yeah. we're thinking about everybody else but ourselves a lot of the time, so... Yeah, having groups like this, having other women that you can, like, unload on, mm-hmm. you know, is I think is great. the identity piece is, is weird, too, because I've noticed, like, talking to a lot of moms who do stay home with their kids, and I think that's also stupid. Nobody stays home full-time with their kids, like, unless you're quarantining. So to call it, like, stay-at-home mom, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you mean run all around town yeah. and <laughs> yeah. keep your kids busy, mom? Yeah. 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 But... A lot of women who are really fulfilled in that, like, they are not getting the recognition mm-hmm. that, like, I'll, I mean, I, when I was home with my kids, again, like, in a place where I had no family, no support, like, there was nobody randomly just like, wow, you're doing an incredible job entertaining two kids in this town where you know no one. Yeah. As soon as I open a business, I mean, and this is, I'm very happy, but, like, <laughs> daily I'm getting a message or a text or someone's popping in saying, like, I can't believe how much you've accomplished opening this space and also having children. And I'm like, which is really nice, but it doesn't hit the same. I'm like, thanks. Yeah. Like I run some numbers and I, you know, do some things, but to have somebody like tell you you're really good mom is way bigger deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that moms who are full time with their kid moms, like, they don't hear that. No, and they need, they should hear it every they day. Should hear yes. every, yeah, exactly. They should. So text a mom yeah. who's with yes. kids every day right now. Yes. And tell her how well she's doing. Yeah. Cheers to that. I, yeah, yeah, cheers to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I admire. I, I I very much admire. Like I just feel like I can't I'm my past. I guess. Like I know. I, yeah, I, but it seems so I cool. I wish that I... It seems so cool. Yeah. So, yeah. No. <laughs> I, I wish I could be my best self, I think, yeah. if you put it earlier, with, with uh, you know, 
teaching Pierce, like, doing, you know, our projects at mm-hmm. home and doing everything with Pierce every day. But yeah. I'm, an, I'm my best self doing. Yeah. That's such yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah. I feel like I definitely need that outside purpose, mm-hmm. like, to come home and be mm-hmm. a real present and tuned in mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like having, yeah. Because I would say a lot of times with, like, when I started the podcast was, I don't know, last year. I would notice, like, I love doing it so much that when I was with, and I was with my kids all day, and then when they went to sleep, I would go up into our attic and do the podcast, Mm -hmm. but I would, like, so look forward to that, that I was almost, like, if the kids didn't go to bed quickly, I was super mad at them, to be frank. I was, like, very resentful. Yeah. I got, yeah, yeah, way worked up, which doesn't help anyone go to sleep. Yeah. Like, they could tell, and... Now that I have my work day and I really, really shut it down when it's over, mm-hmm. I'm like, if bedtime takes three hours, like, I'm just laying here talking yeah. to my kid, and that's yeah. amazing, and yeah. it's so fun. Yeah. So, thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Proud to podcast. See you at the rising.